welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with Dolakbo, and I'm here with Luke. And... Knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cow says. Cow says who? No. <laughs> Cow says moo. <laughs> 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 Did Luke fall? Wait, 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 wait. I feel, I, I don't know what to feel. Yo, the laughter should not come 15 seconds after the joke has been told. It should come immediately. I didn't even but, know we had a laugh track. I, I, I think this is how, like, the North Korean, like, you know, like, sit, like servants feel where, like, Kim Jong-un reads, like, a joke that's, like, five years old. And they just have to laugh. Yeah. There's, like, guns pointed at their Yo. families back home. Like, this is a, it's that same, it's the same energy, you know? Hey man, you guys are just hating on my jokes. Like, no, no, you know, no. fucking, it gives, it, well, it does what it needs to do. It gives what it needs to give. If I recall correctly, Luke fell out of his screen laughing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, he's just I acting just tough. Falling. I didn't recall I, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I, I don't know. It's recorded. We can, we can see if there's any laughter. All right. I, I, man, I take it as I can. I take what I can. <laughs> you heard me. Me laugh, D. I'm on your side here. Okay. <laughs> I, I got a positive reaction is all I'm saying. You did. I'm coming for an encore, ladies okay. and gentlemen, despite Luke's right you know, now fucking comments. Well, it depends. What are the fans thinking? Can I get a woo? Oh, oh they, they want you, D. They want okay. you. They want another one. Okay. They want another one. You hear that? They won't even stop. They won't even stop. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, oh, look at this. I got one more for you. One more for you. And for the and for the haters out there, I got two more for you. Look at so this. So fuck dude. you. <laughs> they don't want to stop. They don't want to stop. All right, come on. Cut it out. Cut it out. Let me tell the joke. Cut it out. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Dro- rapid drop off and listens at the two minute. Oh, shut up. I got two ready? more for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? How do you talk to a giant? Speak up. Close. You use big words. Ooh, that was good. Uh, <laughs> no, but Aria was close. Aria was close. I like that. I, I kind of like Aria. Yeah, better. low key. I was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> speak up. But yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Right. I like to use big words though. That, was, that also implies they're stupid. <laughs> 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 this is this uh, is not good for the disparity between the tall and the short in our society. Men no, it's not. Together, brothers unite. No, it's not. Yeah, I do. I, I fuck with my short bros. I'm the only one allowed to make fun of them. No one else. Uh, boys, <laughs> thank you, D, for those jokes. But how was your weeks? It was it was pretty good. Um, uh, I was back at work. You know, regular same old same old. Had like a mini crisis in between. It was just, you know, regular 22-year-old shit. Didn't know what to do with my life. I was super confused. But, you know, I was able to tough through it. Uh, What else? Uh, Oh, yeah, it was Arya's birthday week. So... <laughs> like how that's a thing now. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, I, I, 
other than Arya, I happen to be one of the few people, well, the only person actually. You're the only that, person. Yeah, that engaged in all celebrations he had during his birthday week. So that was fun. I uh, got to meet some cool people in the process. So yeah, I uh, did that. But yeah, other than that, that's really been it. And like, you know, yeah, you know, post crisis coming back. Sorry. It was also your birthday week. Well, it was, well, yeah, I'm just glad I got to enjoy it, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe I could claim it was also my birthday week, too. I don't have to celebrate my birthday <laughs> when it actually happens. opinion on birthdays. I remember last year, he was like, you know, birthdays are just for other people. I don't want to celebrate this shit. Like, I don't go fuck. And <laughs> now, but now you've tasted the Kool Aid. Well, well, think about it. I enjoyed your birthday more than I <laughs> probably enjoyed mine. <laughs> I think I might have enjoyed it more than you did. <laughs> I think we all enjoyed Arya's birthdays more than Arya's Yeah, birthdays. so it's like, yeah, like, I, I still stand by that. I don't know how much you enjoyed your birthday, but I had a blast. I hope you had as much fun as me. I, I, <laughs> so. Let's <laughs> see what we can do for these birthdays. <laughs> yeah, it was just making sure you guys have a blast. So, yeah. But. After the fact, you know, during during the fact, you were focused on enjoying it, <laughs> yeah. but now you're focused on us enjoying it. After well, we- yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that was my week, though. What about you guys, Luke? Uh, are you? It was good, you know, just work. I didn't, I didn't have a birthday week, and I didn't get to experience all the events of the birthday week. So I guess um, it's not just a, just a normal week for Luke. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, you got two out of three. Two yeah. out of three. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, my week was chill. It was. Uh, it was good. It was fun. Like I got a lot of love from everybody. Um, so Kobe, Kobe year. You know, let's, let's see. <laughs> I never heard that shit before. <laughs> well, you know, like here's the thing. My MJ year got ruined. You know, by the pandemic. So we need to we need to make up for it some way somehow. Plus, mm. like, it's fucking Kobe. Like, why not? Yeah, no, it's fair. <clears throat> I'm with it. I'm just, let this be known. I don't know. Maybe you guys should, uh, what's it called? Copyright that or start the trend. But yeah. Kobe. I just wanted, Kobe yeah, like, I just want the people to know I was at the founding. <laughs> 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 yeah. The real Kobe, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I do think this is the founding. But yeah, let's see if it takes off. Uh, well, that's cute. It's uh, funny because the, the Kobe Bryant, like, all star MVP trophy for the NBA all star game was this was the first year they had it. True, too. true, yeah, so true, true. Set it off right. But, you know, really what I wanted to ask you guys about, like I read this news article like today or yesterday. I think today I just like read a few more articles on it. Um, but you guys know Neuralink, right? Yeah. So that's like Elon Musk, like brain chip company. You know, they're like researching and trying to like create brain chips and, um, you know, for different activities. I think originally, you know, or by definition, the the vision or the mission of the company is to do it for you know, helping people who suffer from, you know, cognitive uh, malfunctions or like neurological defects or or something like that. You know, like I'm not too well versed in what they want to do. But, you know, like they also use it for, you know, a variety of different things. For example, um, I think it was last year. Well, actually, they've already um, put uh, a brain chip successfully in, I think, a pig named Gertrude and a monkey named Pager. So there's brain chips and successful brain chips in two animals right now. Um, that's like helping them monitor and like do different kinds of things. Um, so, for example, like Pager, the monkey last year, there was this video of him playing this game. And it was or like it wasn't even like a like a game. It was kind of like they gave him a joystick and he basically had to move the dot into the colored box. 
right? And he was being like fed something yeah. the whole time. And I think, yeah, yeah, he was the one with the chip in his head. And then they took the joystick away and had him play Pong. You know that that game Pong? You know, the the old game where it's like you move the you move the bar up on one side and you try to hit the ball play. down to the other and the CPU plays against you. Anyways, yeah. So it's like digital Pong. Um, and the monkey fucking played it without a joystick. It was crazy. Like, I'll, I'll like, well, we can post the video later too for everyone uh, to watch. But it was really cool. It was like it was like the first time anyone's ever seen this. So recently, there's been some files claimed against Neuralink for accusations of animal cruelty. And Neuralink responded, and they admitted that um, at least one of their monkeys have died throughout this like testing process. Now, there was one part of it, which is the accusation, and then Neuralink did issue a full statement, like explaining their whole thing. And maybe we don't have to get into that right off the bat. You know, like this is I I have a bit more of a broad question, but like we can you know refer to that a little bit later, or if you guys want to hear it, I can I can read it. But I don't know. Like on one side of the story, you know, people are really upset, you know, because. A monkey died. Oh, no. You know, it's like animal testing. This has always been like a controversial topic. Um, But, you know, like Neuralink makes a pretty decent point. If you ask me, you know, it's like every almost every like productive, progressive, uh, innovative technology needs to be tested in, you know, an animal um, before moving over to human trials. Right. So. And that's like legally allowed to them. That's part of the law. Like they're they're totally allowed to do that as long as they meet certain standards of care during that time. Which like I can again I can look up what those standards of care is in a second. Um, but this is just to kind of like pose the thing. But it's like, do you think that any use of animal in testing is like inherently cruel or like can you walk this fine line? Like if you give them that standard of so life. Is, is- so that's the question. Like, is the testing is like the testing on animals cruel? Well, it's, it's like, kind of like that, a general cool? conversation. You know, it's like there's okay. testing on animals. Is it possible to do that testing without being cruel, or is that just cruel no matter how you look at it? Okay, I feel like that's two different questions, right? Because it's like if you're asking should add like testing on animals happen, I think the answer, in my opinion, is absolutely fucking yes. I would genocide a fucking species of monkeys for like three people. Extremes. Like I don't Extremes. think the, the weight is that like even. Like a human life, in my opinion, is just worth way more than an animal's life. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I, I've dated people who think otherwise. So, you know, like I'm very familiar with the other opinions out there. But should like animal testing happen? To me, it's like a duh. Like obviously it should. Now, if you're asking like can it be done in a, like a better way, like a more ethical way, a way that – deals less pain to animals absolutely like i'm not sure what happens to the neuralink thing but like one of the industries i'm very familiar with is the makeup industry so there's a lot of extensive testing on animals and one of the cruelest examples is they do it a lot with rabbits and buddies and this is like things that like have been you know proven to like they they take like injured like even when animals are injured they'll continue to essentially test on them until they die right and like if you ask me like is that moral or is that cruel i think absolutely that's horrible there's definitely better ways of doing it. Like, you know, maybe there's only a certain number of tests that can happen on an animal before you do it to the next one. Right. But it's like, should that happen? Like, what is the alternative? You want that to be a human being that we're testing this base chemical on? Like, especially when certain industries, when you're thinking about things like drugs and all this stuff, like, I think like it's essential. Like there's how else are you supposed to replicate it? Um, 
So I don't know, like, should it happen? I think absolutely. Like in, in, in some industries, I think it's essential that it happens, but can it be done better? Like probably. And I think that's kind of the case with everything though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. I was going to be like, uh, is animal blah, blah, the, ask your question again. Sorry. If you don't mind. I mean, it's lesser. Okay. Yeah. So do you no, directly? Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you think like it's possible to do and like think about this just like on the base definition of what cruelty is, right? Do you think it's possible to test on animals completely cruelty free or is we need some cruel, cruelty in the world. You just have to like make. Like, I, mean, I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, you rephrase the question, question, but like all I was trying to say is we need some cruelty in the world. Okay, okay. so like like yes, it is cruel. Uh, obviously, we should optimize for uh, what's it called? Less cruel situations towards animals. Yes, like obviously, like Luke said, should it be improved? Yeah, but like I'm 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 good with animal testing. Uh, like I said, uh, animals, humans over animals. I'm definitely on that wave, but obviously in moderation. This is not an extreme sport. We need animals. Okay, <laughs> like like we need we need we need animals, but like I do think I do think like like this is this is definitely something that needs to be needs to be taken into consideration. Like um, you, you bring this up, like there's two two other cases come close to mind. So Neuralink kills a chimp. Hey Amen. That chimp, one one death of a chimp, great leap for man. Like, you know, like one dead chimp leads to like, you know, 250 live humans. Like, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's the equation here? What's the opportunity cost there for that? Okay. I think that helps. And I think a lot of things go in. Like people can be sad, but that's okay. That's just an immediate reaction. There is, uh, I know you guys are not big on uh, football, uh, soccer in, in the UK, but there was a recent video that came out with a player that owns a cat in his house and he kicked his cat. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you like right, heard Zuma. I, I'm just laughing because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know that story. <laughs> you heard about it. Yeah. And uh, he got fined 250,000 uh, pounds for kicking his own cat. So like his, his brother recorded the video. I guess he thought it was funny and posted it. So the player got fined 250K for kicking his own cat. The football team that he plays for, West Ham United, apparently lost about two sponsors for that. Like, you know what I mean? All this outrage for a dude kicking but, his okay, own okay. cat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, let's back this up a little bit because animal. I think like the example you're bringing is pretty irrelevant. So but, I'm talking about animal testing, not just like I want to kick this cat for shits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I feel like I feel like I'm just trying to bring like where this line is coming in terms of like reactions versus like what's the opportunity cost here. Like, and that's just like like I think like we're we're shifting towards the reactions where anything we're we're trying to give animals human rights now. Like like immediate reaction for people is just you know always ridiculous in that sense. I think that's just more where I was bringing that because that's like another you know animal being harmed headline and. I do think it's the same, usually similar organizations that would advocate for, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, there was that. And then there's another one I saw similar to, we can leave that one alone. And this is about animals. Well, it's not animal testing. It was kind of animals for food, like pigs and gest gestational carriers. Like someone's trying to get McDonald's to be more, you know, like, you know, mindful okay, of that. Okay. I, like I, I don't want to like necessarily dive into that too. I want to really like stick to like just animal testing because then it does become kind of a little bit more obvious. You know what I mean? Then it's like really like you, you think like just kicking a random cat is is like whatever something. Like it's your cat. It's just fucking go figure it out. Like 
Like, I don't like, you know, I don't think like, you see, so the, my question is, where do you draw the line? Like, if you're saying, are you saying animal testing is where you draw the line? Like, like I, that, that's really where I'm bringing, that's really why I'm bringing like these other scenarios. Cause there's one with animal testing, which I guess is fine. And then there's one with someone with a pet. And then there's one with, uh, what's it called? Like people, like animals that we eat. Right. And I'm just saying, where do we draw the line for animal rights? And I guess that's me kind of throwing the question back to you, Arya, or to, to you, Luke. But I do think like animal testing is fine. Uh, some cruelty is needed in the world. Obviously we like knowing that doesn't mean we should encourage it, but it doesn't mean we should like, you know, work to wipe it out completely. I do think, I, I don't know. I might tell them. I don't think we need to wipe it out. I'm on your side, by the way, guys, like in, in, in cases of, I guess, like trials, I do think that animal testing is important because yes, at the end of the day, if this is something that's going to help humans, humans are the priority. You know, it's like, you're not going to test this like random thing. Like if you ask someone who's really against it, this is like to Luke's point earlier. If you ask someone who's really against animal testing, you're like, what else would you test it on? What would you rather test it on? Like something yeah. that can provide viable results, you know, closest to humans. And the next, the only answer is humans. Like it's either an animal or it's a human. And it's like, yep. so, you know, you can use the same arguments that you're using against animal testing to like not test on humans. It's just at the end of the day, you're going to oh. value human life a little bit more. And where do you draw the line? So where I draw the line is, again, that like cost benefit analysis thing, right? Okay. So it's like, I think it's fucked up to say, you know, like, oh, like, it's your own cat. If you want to kick it for shit, so you can go ahead and kick it, right? Like, it's just not okay to me. Like, that's where I draw the line. I mean, that's that, that's a little bit different, right? Yeah, different. I think. That's why I don't want to talk testing. about that example. You know what I mean? Like, there's because it's yeah. it's completely different realms, right? Like, one, you, there's like a profit analysis behind it. The other one is like, well, what do you get out of kicking your cat type of thing? So it's like, that's easy okay. to draw that line. You know, that's very easy to draw that line. The line, it becomes a little bit blurred, or I guess for us, is, is pretty solid, you know, when there's like profit involved. And it's like people who aren't invested in that company are then going to argue against it. At least that's what I think. Yeah, I think like, you know, there's, first of all, I think like the nature of this conversation is like there is no correct or incorrect definition because there's always arguments for both sides this is like one of those like as someone who used to like be on the debate team like this is like one of those like really popular debate topics it's like it's like oh like uh, it's like green gases this like you like euthanasia should that be legal like there's a lot of topics that are like really commonly debated because again there's a lot of arguments for both sides right but i think like you know there's a lot of signs that you could maybe link to for example allowing things like this and innovation progressing the question is is like, is it worth it to slow down innovation in some senses to increase, you know, like quality of life for animals? You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know, like, you know, I wasn't raised in North America. So to be honest, like some of these like vegetarian comments, they were really like out of left field, man. Like when I moved here, like, you know, in China, if you could fucking afford to eat like a uh, animal, you ate it. Like it's, it's a, and uh, to be honest, like uh, there's not a lot of like, not, it's not like that bad, but like, there's a lot of people in China that don't eat meat regularly because they can't afford it. And I feel like, you know, this type of thing wouldn't even be a question to them. Like I, I, it wouldn't be a question. It wouldn't be like, should we like test things on animals? They'd be like, yes, if not, give it to me so I can eat it. Like, it's like, it's like, it's not like, and I feel like, you know, when you get to this level of society where, you know, like you're comfortable, everyone's comfortable. Now you're thinking about like all these like my new things. 
why why does things like this lead to innovation? Like, think about this, right? Why does innovation increase so exponentially during war times? This has always happened. World War One, World War Two, every single one of these situations lets a massive jumps in innovation. There's directly links between World War One, World War Two, and the Industrial Revolution, etc. It's because during these times, in some senses, people say fuck it. They're like, let's do everything, like do everything in our power to increase our technology, to get the upper hand, to get the advantage. And I don't know what's what went on, man, during world like during those times. There were probably like horrible things being done to people, and you know, like. There's the trope of like the German scientists doing like fucked up shit to like their human test subjects. But it's like, I feel like a lot of that is based in truth. Right. And it's like in those times, I feel like they were just focusing on that. And like, you know, I just feel like this is what it takes sometimes to improve things. Like, is there ways to, you know, maybe like test slower and then somehow achieve the same results in a longer period of time maybe like maybe for example you could say like if we're getting abstract maybe we can create like a like a like a human like in the in the metaverse or something and test it on that right and or something like that but it's like i feel like the more tangible and go-to process is we test it on a living thing that's right in front of us it's just much more tangible right it's like monkeys will probably have to die for something more serious like Neuralink, like things like that you would test on like other animals but you eventually want to move on to something like that because it's like we're ultimately going to be implanting these chips into like like people right i i guess the question i would ask for people who have problems with that is like are you comfortable with like you or your family members like being the first people to test something like this and it's like would you be like would you think that it's fair for everyone to have that opinion you know what i mean um, I don't think there's like a yes and like no thing here, but I think in general, like I'm for it because I feel like it's not that it, like it can be cruel, but like, I think the pros outweigh the cons. I will say, I don't necessarily agree specifically in the context of the makeup industry. And maybe there's a lot of other industries out there like that, but in this like Neuralink thing, I am like, I'm not bothered by this oh, yeah. like at all. Like this specific example, like I have no qualms with this specific case. Like, you, um, Perhaps one thing that I don't know, maybe like it might be good to bring some context into. And let's like, this is just um, like Neuralink's actual like explanation. So essentially, what happened was like, I think they used like there, a probably. couple of them. And then like a couple of them like died during um, uh, like the operation. Like the, for a variety of reasons, like infections due to the chip that they put in. Um, yeah, some of them were operation. Um, a couple of them, uh, like this was just an accusation, like this last one, but it, like self mutilation and things like that. Um, which again, like that one, there's like this hasn't been released. No, nothing has been filed. No evidence has been claimed. So might not be worth it to get into that conversation. But essentially, there's two types of procedures that they do. Um, so they first do it in animal cadavers, so dead animals that died for an unrelated reason, whatever it is. Like if a monkey dies, you know, someone collects the body and sends it out to science. The other one is called a terminal procedure. And this one involves humane euthanasia of an anesthetized animal at the completion of surgery. So this means like they'll do the surgery on the animal, they'll do the testing on the animal, and then they'll kill the animal like right after. So they'll euthanize the animal right after. Um, and the only animals they do that to though are ones that vet staff has already deemed as healthy enough for one anesthetic event, but may not have proper quality of life due to a pre-existing condition um, that they might have had prior, right? So it's like 
they might like live a shitty life. Precisely. After. So it's like it's better to just like yeah. kill them now and like get what you can from science versus letting them go on and live like this like oddball life or like bad life for them. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that like helped drive conversation even more, but that's just like what I read from there because they did release a statement explaining the whole thing, which I didn't expect them to do. Yeah, I was gonna say why. Like, yeah. like they can like I don't understand why. Like, I mean, you can release you can release the information. I don't know why. Like, make a public statement about it. That's yeah. I guess uh, they just need PR. I guess it's just like the the thing that you. No, I mean, release like bro. Like, we didn't hear about how many animals died from COVID trials. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like, definitely oh, yeah, some of them like, had to die. A ton. Like probably. you know, like I'm just saying, like I'm sure, like if we Google it, we could find out. <laughs> but like, yeah. there was no announcement. But yeah, anyway, shout out to Elon. Well, that's how these things happen, though, right? It's like one person. It's like bored, and then they Google it, and they're like, "Oh shit, oh. Neuralink's been killing animals." Oh, okay. And then it's like, you know, like the article they read is probably like an in-depth analysis of like, as articles Arya saying, like, "Oh, this one we had to euthanize," and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But then, like the article they write is Neuralink euthanizes blah 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 monkeys. Like, That's like true. this is this is what is the like cost? A little bit of clickbait too. But funny enough, so I just looked up on like the government website, but. According to the <laughs> the FDA, actually, like, the, and this is just like it goes to show, like, this is this is everything, right? But before promising vaccine candidates can be tested in humans, they must be tested by animals first. Yeah. So it's not even something that like an organization decides. This is like a government mandate. You know, what I mean? like it, yeah, it has so, to happen. So it's like. A lot of this is like a little bit of outrage culture too. I won't lie. And I also want to bring this forward, right? Like all of us are in business. Yeah. And like, I think one thing we know about like the, the you say what you want about capitalism and fucking commerce and whatever. But the one thing we know about capitalism is they're not going to spend money on shit. They don't have to. <laughs> and the only reason they're doing animal testing. I guarantee you is because they have to, you know what I mean? And in, in many ways, because it's like, they they know if they don't like why are certain industries like i don't know like is there like like pant animal testing no like they don't need to do that so it's like you know what i mean like they're they're testing things on animals because they they want to like avoid lawsuits at a later date yeah. it's like they could maybe just bypass this whole process and release things and then you know maybe they could like say it on the fucking box like hey if you use this shit like it might burn your face but it's like you know, like they have to, like, I feel like they're doing it because they have to do it. Otherwise, they wouldn't even, like, bother. Ain't that right? ironic? They're, like, doing this to avoid lawsuits. They're going to get a lawsuit, anyways. <laughs> like, That's what I'm going to say. Well, yeah. This is super wild that super wild that we're suing on behalf of animals now. I mean, but, like, but, like, <laughs> it's like, did we ask the animal? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those, like, yo, like, humans, we wild, man. We are wild. Like, Okay, this is a little bit of a sidestep, and then we can shut it down as well. Like, go for like, it. Go for it. <laughs> I love this dude. I love my dude Lex Friedman, man. And Lex loves robots. And Lex is on this. Um, he's on this journey to prove that robots that already exist are conscious. Like he's saying, like the the Roomba. You guys have heard of the Roomba. He's talking about Roombas can cry, and like you know. You should- <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, yo, like, no, this is like, this is actually, this is actually a thing. Like, he has like experiments on this. Like, not one Roomba, but like, you put like, like four or five Roombas in a spot. You have them cleaning, and they start bumping into each other, and they start making noise. Yeah, like, and he thinks it's dark. That says the Roomba that screams when it bumps into stuff. Yeah, there Pushing we go. The Roomba to its limits. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, no Lex, Emotional like he's manipulation. He he's a full on MIT scientist. That is investigating like Roombas having feelings, 
like and like and like stuff like that which is awesome like some of the shit i do with my free time (laughs) but like i'm just saying you know like it's it's just the the ways humans the lengths humans will go to to associate like personify non-living objects or objects that are not sentient yeah humanized objects yeah it's just it's just wild and who knows where we're going with it but you know we're in for a wild ride I can say that. Bro, it's like that MIT like title really helps, man. Because it's like Lex <laughs> and it's like, wow, innovative. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hear it. It's like Luke does something like this, and it's like, oh, the dude is just out. crying and wasting like $2,000. No, wait, don't get me wrong. Don't get, he's, he, he definitely gets some of those reactions <laughs> from academia as well. He just doesn't give a fuck, which is why I love him. But yeah. But bro, I'm telling you, those same academics are like a little bit scared in the back of their mind. They're like, mm, "What if this guy's on? <laughs> what is he on, man?" Like, yeah, they're looking at their like Google Home a little bit differently now. And they, they go, what what music do you use? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as opposed to taking my request, dude. There's a full on Forbes. Article. Okay, Google. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying it's like this about, is like, the ro- robot has feelings. Like people can actually determine. It says they were programmed with personality. Are they? Are they? Is it empaths <laughs> just, like, detecting these feelings? Every or? single coder is an empath. Just know that. Yeah, I guess so. That's so true. But yeah, no, this is like a full on narrative that they're pushing and talking about. Like unplugging robots forever. Like you know, Bro, saying- <laughs> empaths are fucking hilarious though, man. Because it's like. They be saying shit that's like kind of obvious, but then like making it like you know it's a, a whole, whole thing, thing. yeah. <laughs> <A> whole thing. <laughs> but all right, yeah. Sorry for the robots with emotions. Uh, you know, tangent. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was the highlight. Of that was the best part of this episode so far. Like, I actually want to learn more about this fucking Roomba. Why did you decide on Roomba? <laughs> like, at what level are we determining that machines have spirits? Like, is this mic? Oh have like a machine spirit or is it too simple to have a machine spirit? Like, are you saying it has to have some sort of, AI so, so yeah, it has to. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. D would no, I, was, I was just going to say like, it does have to have some, so, so like the AI is just like the ability to like self-correct. Right. That's, that's really what like anything that can like self-correct has technically AI right now. So like, I don't know if your mic can do that. I don't think so. So that wouldn't qualify, but the Roombas can, right. Cause like, you know, it goes and then when something is, once it fills a place, it's clean, then it redirects. But I think for him, the whole thing is, Sorry. Okay, that's right. That's a totally different tangent. Oh, with sorry. the Roomba? I don't know, man. I don't know how Roombas do that, but it's pretty cool. But the whole thing for him is like a Roomba alone cannot feel. But once there's like, you know, like a Roomba in association with other objects. Other yeah, other Roombas and like, you know, walls and like you kick. Yeah, a human kicking because he gave examples of kicking a Roomba and stuff like that. Then it begins to feel. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so thinking, like I'm thinking like the way this this Roomba is programmed, right? It's like <laughs> it's the way that they do is they go and they do a run of the whole room, they scan, they make sure mm-hmm. they know where the objects are, right? All right and they're yeah. constantly doing the scan because people yep. rearrange furniture all the time. Oh. But then Dude. think about someone fucking with a Roomba. You know, like they're just picking it up. And at that point, think about it, you're like a kid who's like exploring, you're walking around it's and someone's just true. picking you up. You can like, you're gonna yeah. like, you're gonna be like, this doesn't compute. And Stop it in midway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that can get frustrating. I guess they're built with like a frustration code. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they are. It's, it's one of those things where, which is pretty cool. I don't like you know the concept of emergence, where it's like, oh, you just put in like you know some basic stuff, and you let people go into the world, and automatically you just start coming up with like new shit based off of their interactions with the world, kind of thing, right? Like, is so it like the yeah. Roomba thinks it can fly now. 
Uh, well, we don't know. You see, that's I think that's the other part. We got to figure out what the Roomba's thinking. We can only we can only act on what we see it doing, right? It's like <laughs> we got we got to start analyzing. Like you see, like this just this conversation goes nowhere smart. That's the issue. <laughs> like like how are we gonna start analyzing? Yeah, like that's a, the problem is this is way too much about. Yeah, you know what I mean. It goes the worst part, but nah, like yeah, let's let's be careful with uh, our Roombas and animals and and we should, stuff we, we love. Get a Roomba. I mean, probably to a lesser like degree. Right? Like I think, I hope that we can agree that we shouldn't. Like I would rather kick a Roomba than uh, than my cat, yeah. bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, hey. I agree with this. I'd rather piss off the fucking Roomba. Hey, well, okay. yeah. slippery slope here, guys. You, you know you what you're talking about. You know, because I have. As well, you're no. talking, you're like, oh, a Roomba alone cannot sense it. But a Roomba with other Roombas, and I'm in my mind, I'm just imagining like this warehouse and like millions of fucking Roombas <laughs> and just morphing into like you know, this the, the, waves. That's what like, I was gonna say. You know, man, it would be cool. Electronic parts and stuff. We must clean. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool, but yeah, no, like yeah, the world. That would, that would be like. If things work like that, the world would be so much more interesting. Like if you just like put electronics next to each other and then they added, it was like the sum of their intelligences. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's kind of where we're going to. So yeah, I mean, ah, scary. Uh, You see, the thing is the Roomba can only scream for now. You know what I mean? That's all it can do. Like it's, it's not like that's the one emotion that has us hung up. So like, I do think it's just going to take like several evolutions of emotion before we should be scared. You know, but you know what I was thinking about? Like, it's interesting because I was um sorry. This is I feel like this is a totally different like, conversation. But like, it was like w- when did technology start moving towards these? Because I feel like the modern like product like principle is like create like a product that's like good on its own. Essentially, like an iPhone is like a good product, mm. right? But it's like, do you, if you remember like six years ago, we were heading towards this direction of like modularity. Like, do you guys remember? You know, like those phones where it was like there was like a lot of these prototype ideas where it's like phones and like a bunch of different ideas too, like with power tools and things like that, where it's like, there'd be one sort of battery and you could like attach different things onto it to change the tool setup. Same thing with the phone. So it's like, if you wanted a better camera, you can just buy like specifically that camera part and add it on. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like instead of going in that direction, we just like went completely opposite. And we were just like, instead of like, you know, like making all these different things to add up to make one phone that you can customize and change things. It just became to a point where it was like, yo, like this one thing to do all. You know, even, yeah, like it's it's not even like because if you think about the other thing too, is like phone companies used to release so many different models, but now it's usually just like one high end model and then maybe like a lower end model, and that's it. Yeah, it's more economic like, model. Like even things like that, right? It's like everything's. I feel like becoming more standardized in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Now you're right. You're right there. Uh, when it, I think like I think it's like economics of scale. I think that had a big role to play in it. Like, just cause like, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the end now, cause we have the benefit of hindsight, cause we've already gone through the change from modularity to, you know, like s- smartphones and super apps and stuff like that. I think it was kind of, oh, like instead of like creating all these extra pieces, cause like, I don't know if phones used to come out as often as they did. Like, I actually don't know, but if, cause like, <laughs> 
Like, do you think mm-hmm. new models of phones used to come out as often as like as like every year a new phone? I feel like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, guess, I, don't, I don't, <laughs> but don't think so. I think the point I was just trying to get to here is like I feel like it just made sense to like focus all your energy on doing like one really good thing. And then, like, see how that's, like, you know, ac- uh, accepted and then, you know, iterate on top of that. Like, you know, make it better the next time. Just doing one thing really well as opposed to trying to, like, add it. And then slowly, 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 like, more things got added on. And also, like, just optimizing for ease. I feel like all those extra parts, it was, like, they weren't, like, people weren't paying for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And because they weren't easy to use, like, it wasn't, like, as much, like, user-friendly. And now everything's all in one. It's, like, you have it. It's up to you whether you want to use it or not. Like, you know, you pay for it. Like, I make fun of the iPhones. And I'm, like, that's a content creator's phone. But it's, like, I'll get an iPhone. <laughs> I'm not a content creator. I don't shoot snaps or Instagrams. But guess what? I'm stuck with it. And I've paid for those features, whether I like it or not. I don't know. I think that's kind of... That's interesting you say that too, because it's like you're right. They're, like phones just to be a little bit more specialized in the sense that it's like, oh, if you're on a BlackBerry, you like you were more business like, like you know, you valued like security, you typed a lot, <clears throat> you know, like good cameras would be associated. I remember like when I was in like early high school, Terry had this one Nokia. I don't know if you remember this specific model, mm-hmm. but there was like this Nokia model that like its whole thing is it had like an incredible lens. It was like really really bulky. It was huge, yeah, yeah. but it had like. A, I remember like a super nice. Guy. Was it like white and or like silver or something? Yeah, it was white. And then the other model that came in was like a mustard orange. Yeah, I like think yellow. I remember what you're saying. So it's like, like, you know, like even in terms of that, right? And it's like, oh, the iPhone was like, if you were a little bit more like hipster, you liked, you know, having everything in like one ecosystem and like Androids would be like, people would always jailbreak Androids. I don't think like I've met a person who's done that like recently, wow. you know, jailbroken their Android. True. With the Android? I don't know. I've seen people do it with, with this, iPhone. That, that's really, it's really easy to do with an yeah. Android versus an iPhone. Like in the past, you could like just like do a few system updates and like you could change the way you load your phone when it opens up and like little things like that. But, like no one really does that anymore. Everyone just takes it like at its like... <laughs> Yeah, they've they've, they've gotten everybody to join them as opposed to having to, like, you know, optimize. I'm thinking times have changed. I I used to fucking jailbreak my phone. I was like, yo, that shit. (laughs) And then, like, came into the world of, like, you know, paying more for everything. And I'm like, fuck, no, I need the warranty. You know, like, I I can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? Man, like, you speaking about that, I feel like I remember one of the biggest shocks to me moving to Canada was I never paid for music. It was like, I always like, you know, I always like, yeah, it was fucking pirate pay. Like, and then it was like, oh no, like if you get like a new iPhone, like it's like, you kind of have to, it was like, like, I mean, obviously you couldn't like, but the process was just too long for me. I was never like, I never used my laptop for music and shit before. So it was just like, it kind of just, you know, forced me to start paying for music. It was, it was easy if you, well, no, it wasn't like that hard. Yeah. I don't know. You just needed iTunes. Yeah, like, you like, feel like if you, now it's really difficult to do that because like they took out iTunes. You need like a Mac to make it like super easy and whatnot. But it's like before it before it was fine. But now it's like next to fucking impossible. Oh yeah, I thought you always. I feel like I thought I always needed like a laptop or something. I didn't have iTunes on my phone as well. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Oh, you mean with downloading straight to your phone? Yeah, oh, downloading yeah, straight yeah, to my yeah, phone. One hundred percent. That was not a thing in iPhone. Like, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't right. download straight you to your phone. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
Really? No, you, you couldn't, couldn't like to the music no, library? No, 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 no. Not until they introduce the files app. And even then, you can't even add it to your music. You just have to listen through it to the files. It's a file. So like, yeah. even now, it's still shit compared to compared to Android. I just, man, it's, you know, I feel like it's like, because I don't know if this makes sense, but I feel like we grew up in like this generation where like, like tech wasn't so engrossed in like every aspect of our lives when we were young. And I feel like it made it feel a little more special when we were young. Cause yeah. it felt like we were doing something like super cool and innovative, but it's like, you know, like the average kid now, I feel like it's pretty like, you know, like in like engrossed in tech. Right. It's like, I remember just being a kid and getting an MP3 player and figuring out like, you know, you could download music and then like move it on there and like all this other stuff. Cause it's like, it would start with like, Oh, you know, like you're listening to like whatever, like songs that are on there and you're like, Oh shit. Like there's other music. And then you would discover like these like sites and then you would like, you would get your parents like computer pirate, like <laughs> or get a virus on there. And you'd be like, Oh shit. Okay. Don't click those links. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it was just like whole like learning experience. I thought it was like, and then, you know, like I remember being a kid playing games and like downloading cheat engine and then like, toying with it and then like you know like adding like a lot of money to and on to like these games so I, I was like and then now it's like bro you can just buy like a trainer or like download all these things and it's like it's there and it's like i don't know it just felt more special i guess that's all i'm trying to say yeah. it it's felt like cool. very exploratory you know like it's, it's, it's like mm. the the computer the digital world which is like technology is it's kind of like its own society yeah, you, know, you have to like you have to get introduced to it. You know, like you learn where to go and where not to go. Someone's gonna try and tell you, but you're still probably gonna like click on it anyways. You know, and then you're gonna get a virus and you get fuck. Like I can't do that anymore. So yeah. it's like kids are like just doing that like earlier and earlier and earlier. It's pretty. It's pretty cool because yeah, we just did it like in our like early teens, probably. You know, like browsing the web, doing all that shit. Now kids, yeah. are, kids will probably be doing that from like grade two. Yo, literally, like, I don't remember the last time I've used an iPad, but I feel like every, like, kid that's, like, 10 and below knows how to use an iPad better than me. Like, you know. Okay. So, I think this is a good time to talk about another topic. And I'm going to, I'm going to, like, come in out of the blue here. This is not something I sent you guys beforehand, but I was thinking about this. So, this is kind of two sets of questions. The first question here is, like, why do you think that sports is something that is like just way more popular with men than women. And then the second question is what is the best sport to watch with someone that isn't into sports? So two totally different questions. And why you guys are thinking my train of thought was like, I was thinking about like, why is like sports so much more popular with men? Is it because like sports are made for men? Is it because of like a childhood development thing? Like, what is it like specifically? Cause it's pretty obvious, you know, that the majority of sport watchers, like I think demographic wise are men, right? Um, why is that the case? Okay. I think like sports in general are really popular. Cause it's like, it's kind of, it has a little bit of like what everyone wants, you know, or like craves, I guess, attention wise, you know, like it's just, it's fun. It's something, you know, you can just kind of enjoy. It's like a group activity, you know, so like you get to socialize, you know, but like, would you, okay. Would you agree that men are more competitive than women? No, no. I th- is like, I don't like, like, that's also like a question. I don't know if I like, I don't no, know what the stats I don't agree. Is. But yeah, you can elaborate. I, I think I think I, I would I would say yes, especially if you're talking about it from like an openly context. Okay, so elaborate. I don't agree. I disagree. Isn't that like a stereotype? Like men make everything into a competition. 
It's like you'll be out drink like girls will always joke around about this. Like, okay, you're out drinking a beer and all of a sudden like mans are seeing who can down there's the first. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's like different types of competition. I don't know. Like I wouldn't like like two different classes, and that's why I'm not so willing to jump on on CAS. Just cause I think like girls are like more catty. Like I feel like they they ooh, let me say this. Maybe men are more willing to compete about things, but women are more willing to compete with each other, type of thing. Okay. So I like and, and in that sense, I won't say one is more than like the other. I just think like women won't care about two. Like a dude would be like, yo, I can do this better than you. A woman's just like, I'm better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> those are two different levels of competition. But like, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm not so willing to jump there. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I, I was gonna I was gonna read something if you guys want. It's like a Harvard Go. study. It's like um it's an excerpt from a Harvard study. Um, and this one was against their best against their best interest <laughs> mm-hmm. like kind of funny um, against their best interest low ability men compete too often and high ability <laughs> women do not compete enough Ooh. so th- this is this is like the title of the study so the introduction research suggests that men are more competitive than women this gender difference appears okay. in childhood as evidenced by the playtime activities that girls and boys choose and increases through puberty and adulthood. So I guess, yeah, it's not something okay. about what they inherently are. It's like the other parts of their um, personality influence Life. the things they focus on, which tend to be less competitive um, activities. Does that that's fair I guess that's super fair. Um, given that in the United States, only 2.5% of the highest paid executives are women, it is likely that these differences in labor market outcomes are only partially driven by differences in ability and performance. Okay. So maybe this is getting into something that we don't want to get into. We're like, we don't really care. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going there. there. I, like the I beginning guess, of that was more but, important. Just like the, the pure like study part of it that, that yeah. had based that. So let's just focus on that. So, and okay. coming to your question, Luke, like I, I want to make this comment for because I don't know where you're going. But I think you're right. I, I would say like when we're kids, I do think sports is generally emphasized for all kids, like male and female apart. I actually think there's a lot of co-ed sports actually when when you're tiny because, you know, exactly. your abilities have not been discerned yet. But I do feel as puberty starts to come, like, you know, like boys become a little bit more like this is where, you know, like fucking what do you call that indoctrination and like all these kind of like you know conditioning starts right and (laughs) i meant conditioning but yeah same shit but uh like that's kind of where it starts where it's like oh now boys are encouraged to be like athletes and be like yo you can get like an athletic scholarship and shit like that from the ages of 10 11 12 13 some girls are like encouraged there but you know now it's like, oh, start taking care of your stuff, start, start cleaning. Like, and that's like, I don't know, that's like me just making a super broad assumption there. But I would say maybe like, like, you know, conditioning and like, you know, puberty and stuff like might have like a role to play in terms of like why girls don't like sports as much as they grow up and boys do. I think that like a big part of this too is what's marketed to girls, right? Like think about mm-hmm. it. Sports are just not marketed towards them. You know, it's no. like not entirely their fault either. Like they grow up in this world. You know, and it's just they're told to play, you know, dress up, like do all this like girly stuff, whatever. I think it's getting a little bit better. You know, I feel like people are talking about this a bit more you yeah, know, in this yeah. day and age. So 
I like these days, for example, I see a lot more girls who are into sports than I guess I would have when I was much younger. But I think that's a I think that plays a huge role in it too because that's essentially how they grow up, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree, but like Luke, sorry, I cut you off midway. Which one? What were you gonna say? No, no, no. yeah, uh, no. That was that's kind of uh, what I wanted to draw our attention to. I guess on that note, what do you think is like the sport that is most entertaining to watch if you're not like into sports, right? For a dude or for either girls or guys. So there's a different answer. Okay, no, I was just gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like uh, fighting, like combat sports, like MMA, okay, uh, like UFC, MMA, like just because it's like it's simple, like there's so many rules, like he's trying to beat him, he's trying to beat him, <laughs> enjoy, you know what I mean? And like, so like, I do think like for both, like either like girl or guy, I think that's like a, like a fight is very easy to watch and like fights don't last too long either, you know what I mean? It's like five minute, like you know, real quick. So I think like that might be something real easy to like watch. Like that's a real like fucking introduction to sports. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, missing teeth. <laughs> like, like this is it's sport, but bro, like you know, I, I feel that because it's like you know, you know, I remember when I lived with you, we would have like ball games on, football games, and it's like you know, like and then we would always like D would always just have random mans like coming into like <laughs> fucking like. <laughs> Apartment, the cost of flow, right? And it's like you know, whenever it was like the ball games, it's like if man's watch ball, they would. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's like when we have an MMA fight on, people just start watching because it's just like it's easy. Like you, could, like you can break it down to the nuance, sciences, and everything, but it's like it's just as simple as like two guys come in and they want to hurt each other until one of them can't hurt the other person anymore. You know, it's like it's kind of like very simple in that. Yeah, sense. and then and then they just ask you who are you rooting for, and it's like oh, I want that guy to win. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's it. And like, yeah, and then it's like oh, okay. and, now, and like you know now they're rooting for that. Like. Yeah. It's, Super easy. No, you're right. It's it's simple. It's like, bro, like how many times you watch sports and then the dude's like, oh yeah, like I don't like this mm-hmm. team, but I like like this guy who's mm-hmm. on this team. And like he was on this team and he got traded here. So you know, like I, I'm actually that team's fan, but then like now I like I watch this team as that, well. That's you know, a me like, explanation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's how what I would explain some <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so I was going to say basketball is also fun. I think basketball is really good just because basketball has, I feel like basketball is like really short bursts of like energy. It's like, like dunk. I shot. Yeah. There's like a few like sport. Like, and I feel like, you know, the last couple minutes of a football match are also. Yes. The fourth, last two minutes of the fourth quarter of a football match. That's probably the only part of a football match people should watch. (laughs) Like if, if you ever want to get into football, don't watch the first three quarters. If not, you'd be pissed. Anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. So, yeah, no, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. Boys, oh. I think we are at time. And it's that time of the week. Let's go to our community highlights. What do you guys got to watch this week? Mm. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> the boys watched Love is Blind. Oh, oh yeah. Saturday. Yeah, wow. Let's give a shout out to that, yo. Pat, that. (laughs) I don't know what happens in the rest of the season, but like. (laughs) What a show. Two straight episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like three hours, but it was a long. They were long episodes. It was like an hour long, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they were really long episodes. (laughs) Are are we recommending this or are we just saying Uh, that? We're just shouting it out. out, (laughs) Fight for yourself, everyone. 
I I'll say this though. I feel like you know reality shows like that are actually fun to watch when you're in a group. Yeah, setting. they are. Because it's the reaction. It's like there's a lot of like just ridiculous shit that happens. So it makes for like a lot of different talking points. And if man's like you don't have some like beer and wine going, it's 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 a good yeah, time. It's a good I time. agree. I agree. I can I can see the appeal of reality shows in that context, but like. I feel like you kind of have to be a psycho to watch that shit by yourself. Though. Like, think about watching one of those one-hour episodes, like in the dark on your bed. Like, jeez, like, <laughs> jeez. Okay, uh, I actually have a show. I have, I have a recommendation. So, like, I like watching like com- like comedies, like just like you know, like you, you need like a background show, like just like when you're oh, bored. Yeah, not not stand up. No, no, it's like this is like something called Mom. So, like, it's from like the creator of like Two and a Half Men and like Big Bang Theory. It's called and, like, Mom. Yeah, M O M mom, and it's just like a bunch of like, like some some sixteen year old woman that gave birth. She gave birth to a baby when she was sixteen. Her baby gave birth to a baby when she was sixteen, and now they're in the third generation of like white trash family. <laughs> just trying. <laughs> you want to watch that? like this is like this is great com- it's like i like it because of the comment like it's like dark humor you know what i mean it's like really dark stuff like like people suffering from addictions and like homeless like you know it's kind of like shameless but like shameless has like a you know community like satire aspect to it this is just like like comedy based off of like people going through dark shit so it's like by chuck lore so think about like two and a half men like that kind of comedy or like Big Bang Theory is like it's within that context, but like you know, comedy. So if you're just looking for a good laugh, and yeah, like check that out. Beautiful. Um, I think like the only thing I would add would be the the Kanye documentary. Genius. Yeah. yeah. Did, we that yeah. Last. Did we give it last yeah. year? I don't. I, I like. Did I didn't know. I just know. I like. I about it this week, and I just like I was like, whatever. Right, right. I didn't see it till this week, so I'm gonna recommend it anyways. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really good so far. Yeah, like I didn't even know they had that footage, man. That's crazy. Like he was filming that back then. Like he just knew. He just knew. He knew. He, he knew. knew. He knew. He that kind of confidence. Doubt. That kind of confidence. It was, hey. it was great. It was great. Okay, boys, what do you got to read? Oh, I actually oh, do have something. Show do I? Let's go. Okay. I want to give a shout out to a short story, and it'll be. This is awesome because I can actually link the PDF here. This is like an open directory for like American English, and it's called "To Build a Fire." And it's about like how like throughout, like it's about just basically a, a guy really needing to build a fire where he'll die. But it's like the whole idea I think is like that the element of cold has always been like one of the most dangerous things to like the human like like kind ever. And it's like you know just being cold and exposed to the wilderness is like one of the most like I feel like primal senses of like fear that we just kind of understand in a way out of all of us. So. I feel like this very, very short, like, story, I think, like, I want to say, like, a total of 60 pages. Um, yeah, it's good. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, my book is The Brothers Karamazov. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Russian book, like an old guy. Like, it came, it came like, recommended, like, spoken about, prop- highly recommended, spoken about by a lot of people. It's by, like, uh Theodore Dostoevsky, but yeah, so I just got that. Dostoevsky, yeah, I just bought that, so it should be getting it should be getting to my house, and uh, I think end of this week. 
so yeah, excited to like get in on that, and I'll let you guys know. That might be my book club. Yes, he is like the uh, the layer like underneath like the popular like philosophers. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. Like it's about some dude killing his dad. Like, well, the brothers plans to kill their dad, and like you know, explain their reasoning behind it. Like, was it justified? Was it not? So it should be it should be interesting. Nice, um, boys. What do you got to listen to? Hmm. Don't have anything yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if I listen to anything new. No, yeah, I feel like everything here is like I gave as a recommendation last week, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything new. Honestly, I don't think I do either. It was it was a very tame week. I think we were all too busy to like listen to new music. Yeah, this is a busy busy week. Um, yeah, this was like a come from music yeah. week, so no recommendations, yeah. yo. All right, but I do have something to recommend for something to eat. It's kind of a, something to watch. I, as I said last episode, as a, a as like an official YouTube aficionado, I want to start giving a shout out to more like you know low key um, YouTube channels I enjoy. And today I want to shout out Internet Shaquille, 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 Shaquille. Yeah, Internet Shaquille. I think that's his name. He makes really, really short, very digestible food videos, very straight to the point, and I think they're really awesome. Amazing. We'll check him out. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, all right. I, I also, I think Shaq tweeted at him to change his nickname, username, and he said, <laughs> <laughs> and his old, uh, his old um, YouTube like thumbnail was Charles Barkley. <laughs> Nice. Right. This sounds pretty, I think that's yeah, why, like, Jack, like, 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 you like, 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 like,